0: papa, 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 papa. If you're having trouble with your high school head, he's giving you the blues. You want to graduate? But wow, I just feel like dancing. What music should I dance
1: to? You should dance to something cool and groovy.
0: Well, there's only one right answer, really. I mean, what better music to dance to? What better music to boogie to than some late 70s, early 80s bops? Bops? Yeah. How does that go? Just... Just bops. You know, you know it when you hear it.
1: But can you give me a little bit of a sample?
0: You know, like, like, stay alive, staying alive, ha 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 ha. ha, ha 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 ha, like that. You just want to throw your fingers up and, like, yeah. groove. You're
1: like, here's the ground mm. and the ceiling. And also, here's the ground and the ceiling. And here's the ground and the ceiling again over here. That's, yeah. Yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Or you could be like, no, I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Mm. Just makes you want to, like, mm. what can't and I, I find, find a woman right? like that? I play along with the charade, boom, 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 boom. It's like, ooh, the beats, so good. It
1: is. Yeah, no. Mm. Uh, Come on, Eileen.
0: Come on, Eileen. Oh, I swear what I mean. In this moment, you mean everything. You wear that dress. All my thoughts, I confess. For John Dirty. like that.
1: Uh, this is definitely the episode. I think we should pour a bunch of money into advertising. <laughs> so we
0: can just really not get sued. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. I think so.
1: It's been good. It's been uh, almost two minutes of of, of of singing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, what nice. what do you like to jam to get get down groovy with?
1: Gospel music.
0: Okay. You want to sing some of that for us? Mm -hmm. I mean, I sing for
1: you. I'm doing it now. Oh,
0: okay. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Mm -hmm. You know,
0: I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling the groove.
1: uh, I'm not feeling like
0: moving my body.
1: No, I feel that. But I mean, it's just, it's, it's more about moving your spirit. Okay. Yeah. I can do another one if you you want. Yeah, please. Okay. This one's. Mm -hmm been great. It's one of my favorites. Now just,
0: we're really going to get sued, Brandon. Yeah, no, I know.
1: <laughs> Don't tell them. I just like to hang out down by the docks and, and just listen to the gospel music, you know.
0: Down by the docks?
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of the a lot of um, the the people coming in, you know, uh, late late at night whenever they're uh, um, the, you know, it's typically when it's like really, really misty out and stuff and you can't see very far did they just start playing gospel music? You know, just, it's classic. <laughs> it sounds
0: scary. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Brandon, I don't think you should go down to the docks at yeah. night
1: anymore. Well, but that's where I hear all my favorite gospel. tunes. I think we can just get you some gospel tunes. You think? Yeah. I, yeah, no, I maybe, you know, just,
0: I don't know if I feel particularly safe about what you're describing. Oh,
1: I mean, I don't know. I just, I like to hear my tunes. It seems safe. It's hard to see very far. Um, but, you know they have that that big like disco ball that like swings around just the singular light and sends it around. <laughs> it's where the speakers are for the gospel music. It's always, yeah. Sometimes you know, like oh man, I heard a new one. It was, it was like this, like mm, mm, so good.
0: Yeah, Brandon, I um, I hate to burst your bubble here. Oh, what's that? Sounds a bit like what you're describing. Is just a lighthouse.
1: But, okay, and if, I mean, that's what it's called, but it, it, it puts out gospel music. I mean, the, okay. light, the light of the Lord.
0: All right. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, uh, hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Brandon.
0: My name is Donna.
1: This is The Bargain Dan. It's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of bus-watching movies and confusing gospel music with foghorns. Um, <laughs> this week, clearly you've surmised that... Uh, we watched 1997's Boogie Nights.
0: Yes, Paul Thomas Anderson.
1: Doing some more PTA up in here.
0: See, here's the here's the dealio. After our amazing thrifty trivia last week, and if you missed it, you should go back and listen as well. <laughs> it just seemed like the right thing to do to go ahead and watch the whole trio. Um. And by that, they're not actually really a trio. (laughs) They're not a series, but they all have um, Baker Hall in them. Philip Baker Hall.
1: And Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. And John C. Riley.
0: Yes. That trio of actors in the trio of movies. Yeah, so. By that director.
1: Yeah, so we've made it a trilogy in our head and now we're on to Boogie Nights and next week will be Magnolia. Yep. All right. Boogie Nights. Talk to us about it.
0: Well, we are going to spoil it. We are. All right. Picture this. Uh, This is a
1: very sing-songy episode. (laughs) I did not expect it.
0: Well, here's the deal. Boogie Nights is full of bops. If you need to set the mood and we're not doing it for you, just go ahead and put on, like, a 70s, 80s classics station. Top top 50.
1: I like that. Go for it. Like, a lot of the the time... I feel like your way of like jumping into the podcast is like kind of like, <laughs> like standing your ground, like waving your hands for like, here's the deal. All right. If you don't like it, get out.
0: That sounds like me. Yeah. That's going to be me.
1: <laughs> Just at some point, it's
0: going to be me. There
1: goes another one. I mean, yeah. how many can we do? We'll do all of them this, this episode. Okay. If a song comes up, we have to like uh, a little bit.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Okay. All right. Um so yeah, it's the seventies. Go ahead, sorry.
0: I'm having a hard I don't know where to, okay.
1: porn. Okay. What? <laughs> Eddie's a young 17-year-old boy who works at a dish as a dishwasher at a nightclub in California. It's far away from his home, uh, but he likes working there. And that's where he meets Burt Reynolds character, uh Jack, who uh is a director in the porn industry. And uh, likes the way Eddie looks. Um, Not in necessarily a creepy way, but just in a way, I mean, it is creepy. In a casting way. In a casting way. Uh, Well, it turns out that Eddie has a little bit of a secret.
0: (laughs) He has a special gift.
1: He has a special gift.
0: And that's his special schlong.
1: That's his special schlong. (laughs)
0: Because it's very long.
1: It's a long schlong. (laughs) Is, he is a 13-inch <laughs> member. Um,
0: special long schlong. Special
1: long schlong. <laughs> oh, how old would you like to go look at my special long schlong? Oh. Um, so he's, he's perfect for the porn industry, and he doesn't like living at home because his mom's mean to him and his dad doesn't stick up for him. So he goes into the porn industry. And guess what? He's a big hit.
0: Yeah, a big
1: Hit boom, boom, <laughs> boom, <laughs> I can feel it right.
0: coming in the nah. air, coming.
1: In the there air, we go. Tonight? Okay, sure. Right. I wasn't gonna. Yeah. Um,
0: anyway, yeah, he's great. He's a natural. He starts winning awards. Porn industry's booming.
1: He starts kind of like writing them too.
0: Yeah, and him and Jack Horner are getting along pretty great.
1: Along with uh John C. Riley's character, uh Reed. Reed Rothschild. Yes. And who's Eddie, also
0: a porn actor.
1: Eddie changes his name to Dirk Dirk Diggler.
0: Dirk Diggler.
1: Not just on screen, but off screen as well.
0: Yeah. Can you call me Dirk now? So, Dirk. Um, his his fortunes start to shift in, in the year 1980. In, it's New Year's.
1: It is. And after a tragic event at the New Year's Eve party, uh, for lack of a better term, Dirk uh, gets a little bit of a big head for himself.
0: Yeah. And he also gets very addicted to
1: drugs. Yes. Including meth and crystal and coke and any variation.
0: Yeah. All of those things. And, um...
1: The industry's changing.
0: Industry's changing. He's changing. Probably because of all the drugs. He can't get it up when he needs to anymore. Not not the reliable old Dirk we all knew and loved.
1: He ends up parting ways with the porn industry uh, to pursue other avenues, including being a uh, musician uh, that he is not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just needs more and more money for drugs. Mm-hmm. And ultimately goes and has kind of a heist situation with some other drug addicts.
0: Yeah, the intention is just to, to cheat them, to sell them what looks like a lot of drugs, but it's just baking powder. And shit goes south, and he almost dies. And so he finally decides to return to Jack Horner and ask for his forgiveness and go back to porn.
1: Yes, now a much more mature individual. Um, he's ready to tackle the realities of being in porn and... um. Yeah, a lot of other stuff happens. There's a lot of other side characters. There's there's Roller Girl played by Heather Graham.
0: Roller Girl drops out of high school because she's sick of that shit. Schools out for summer. There
1: we go. That's good. That's and
0: one. but another she, one. She li- <laughs>
1: that's DJ Khaled. That's what I just did.
0: Great job. Thank you. Um. But she's she's kind of disappointed with herself, and she wants to have something that she, like, that accomplishment. So in the end, she goes and earns her GED, and um, we've also got Amber Waves. Julian Bohr. She's a porn star, and all she wants to do is see her son, but she can't
1: see her son
0: because of the drugs and the porn.
1: So she makes Dirk her son.
0: And when Dirk returns, I guess that fills the hole.
1: <laughs> or void, as some might say.
0: <laughs> the hole in her heart. And um now her son's back.
1: Now her son's back. You also have uh, Scotty J played by Philip Seymour Hoffman.
0: Philip Seymour Hoffman.
1: Um and uh he's a uh, he's pretty much a, he's the only gay character in the Oh. Sorry, five it's five o'clock. We have uh, an automatic feeder now for our our cats. Just watch one of our cats uh, <laughs> run like a like a hefty lion to the feeder. Yeah, so this is, is
0: backfiring a little bit. Um, the feeder.
1: Yeah, but um, anyway, he is the film's only gay character, and he is um kind of obsessed with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Dirk. Dirk. And, uh, kind of, that's really it. He doesn't actually have an arc. Yeah, he he
0: doesn't really get redemption.
1: Yeah. Um. Probably one of the film's biggest, like, missed marks, I feel like. Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Don Cheadle's in this as well, though.
0: Yeah, uh, Don Cheadle plays Buck Buck Swope. And...
1: He's just trying to find his style.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, like, country-western, but that's going out of fashion. He's not trying to stay in the porn industry forever. He wants to start his own business. But because of the porn industry thing, businesses don't want to loan him money. But he ends up getting the money to start his business.
1: Through a tr- very tragic, uh, shooting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, make the best of your situation. We'll discuss that later.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but he does, he does get to start his business. And, um, I feel like we're missing, is that, a, is that all the, uh, this is Bert Reynolds'
1: character. I mean, he is, you know, he's a, he wants to make a beautiful, he wants to make more than just a, a pornography film, mm-hmm. but, uh, pornography film. <laughs> um, a
0: pornographic cinematic film.
1: Yes. Um, he wants, yeah, he describes it in much more elegant words, but he, uh, you know, once tape, videotape becomes available, it starts ramping up the need for uh, just just people having sex on tape. That's just it. Just go quick, get it done, don't care about the story. Like kind of takes away from the magic that was the porn of the 70s and mm-hmm. 60s. And he's reluctant at first, but then uh, turns over to the reality of, of the industry.
0: Mm. I guess you could call that his success. I think when Dirk comes back and everyone's kind of starting to get their shit together, he gets to go back to making his films. And although they're tapes.
1: He can still try.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's also Becky Barnett, porn actress. She ends up finding a man she loves and marries him. and
1: Moves away. Moves away. Um, But that's that's everybody. I like this movie a lot. It's it's a great film.
0: Yeah, that was really good. And as much as we're joking about music, Super Soundtrack.
1: <laughs> super Soundtrack! Ba, 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 ba. I use my Super Soundtrack. Super Soundtrack. I'm just saying it over and over again now.
0: Yeah. Mm. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Super Soundtrack? All right.
1: <laughs> Maybe we can find some kryptonite in the clearance aisle.
0: Oh, no, it burns. I feel so weak.
1: Oh, no, does that... Well, wait, have I ever seen you without your glasses on? Take them off now. Okay. You didn't do it. You just went shoop. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my gosh! You're Clark
0: Kent. Don't tell anybody.
1: Now you're Donna again. Okay, well, that's one mystery now. Once we figure out who Superman is, though...
0: (laughs) Fuck, you got me. Um,
1: But was this a frugal movie?
0: Was it? These are the questions. There's a lot of things on both sides. We have a lot to discuss. Get ready. Buckle up.
1: (laughs) 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 Sit in silence.
0: So first off, as we alluded to, Buck Swope. Is it Swope or Swopes? It's Bob Stoops. Buck. (laughs) Bob Stoops, former porn star.
1: (laughs) Now we're really
0: going to get sued. All right.
1: Uh, I'll make that the title of the episode. (laughs) Please. Bob Stoops, former porn star.
0: All right. So Buck.
1: Um, Those don't know, Bob Stoops is a former uh, Oklahoma University coach, football coach, coach. I don't know where to put football and coach in this title, but. (laughs)
0: Former head coach of the University of Oklahoma football
1: team. And former adult film actor.
0: Yes. As of now. Yeah. We decided.
1: All right. Did Droogle, you ever watch Sitting oh on God. Stoops? Because that was one of my...
0: I don't know what you're talking about. That was one of my
1: favorites of his films was Sitting on Stoops. Just sitting
0: on Stoops. <laughs> that That would be a good... Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Bruegel, Buck doesn't have to take out an expensive loan with interest. He makes the best of a bad situation. Like, he was traumatized. He almost died. But instead, everyone else in the donut shop that was being robbed dies. He didn't do anything wrong. He just left with the money. True. And let's be real, what the bank did was wrong. They denied him a loan, even though he had everything filled out and was a perfectly good candidate I'll say I'd say he's frugal.
1: Agreed. I'll say not frugal. A lot of the characters were very materialistic, especially Dirk Diggler.
0: Dirk was exceptionally materialistic.
1: Very eccentric and and just bought things because they were expensive and fancy. Didn't seem to that was really his style. It was just buying the most expensive car and house and furniture and
0: clothes and custom
1: curtains. Yep.
0: Yeah, also not frugal. Um Scotty ends up buying a Corvette that looks just like Dirk's
1: yeah, just to try that.
0: to impress him. And uh, probably not something he can afford. And it doesn't work because Dirk doesn't swing that way. Yes. And um, poor Scotty.
1: Poor Scotty. Oh, my gosh. That's rough. Poor little Bill. Don't kill yourself. That's also not frugal.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. With a name like... No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> okay, what else?
1: Switching to the tapes, I mean, that was more frugal than film. Film was very, very expensive.
0: It's true. He ended up making the frugal choice and made lots of money. Lots
1: a lot of money.
0: Also, when you got videotape and you can just keep on, keep on rolling, you're not going to miss the cum shot.
1: It's not a concern. It's true. It's true. I think it's time to move on to a segment of ours.
0: 30 trivia. Yeah.
1: So I've actually read through several of these and uh, just a general one, general one to kind of throw out there for all of this. Um, Apparently Burt Reynolds did not like being in this movie.
0: Really? I loved him in this movie.
1: Outstanding. Oh my
0: gosh. Um, It was perfect.
1: Yeah. After seeing a rough cut of the film, Burt Reynolds regretted making it. He fired his agent for recommending the role to him no. and did not participate in any promotional interviews. Uh, Reynolds ended up winning a Golden Globe for the role and was nominated for an Academy Award for his performance. Despite being a front runner at the Academy Awards, it's widely rumored that he did not win because he had distanced himself from the movie.
0: Not frugal. Not frugal. You already did it, you already put in the work. You might as well own it because he was amazing.
1: It's true. Uh, Leo, Leo Dio turned down the role for Eddie Adams. Interesting. And suggested Mark Wahlberg for the role. So.
0: Interesting.
1: I mean, uh, maybe speculation, but that's what this says. So.
0: I, I feel like.
1: It's a good choice. I mean, Mark was great. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I don't know if that's necessarily frugal or not frugal. I think it was just a good thing. I don't know that the outcome. Yeah. Would be terribly different for either of them.
1: He well, okay. I will say this though: he turned it down because he had already signed on to make Titanic.
0: All right, well, frugal for both of them, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, good call, good call, folks. So, good recommendation. You know, if you're gonna turn down a big opportunity.
1: Think for something like Titanic.
0: Well, yeah, but I was gonna say, I think I think that's a great way to do it. Is say, but you know who would be good for that? I mean, if you got one, if you got an ace in the hole, and you can be like this guy. You start building up cred with each other.
1: Um, we should watch Titanic sometime, because I feel like that's gotta be not frugal, right?
0: We'll find out. find
1: out. Uh Wahlberg was allowed to keep the prosthetic penis he used at the end of the film. So that's how that was done.
0: Interesting. Way. Okay. Hell yeah. I don't I also don't know whether I mean I'd say that's frugal, because what else are you gonna do with it? I right. guess you could s- I mean, whoever's got it could sell it.
1: He but deserved yeah. to be the one to sell it if he yeah. wanted. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed.
1: Um, back to Burnt Riddles, though. Um, uh, what was it? Where was it?
0: While you look for that, is it? So they only show his penis once at the very end of the film. Yes. At first I thought maybe that's not frugal to go through the trouble and make the prosthetic and everything just for, like, one short glimpse of it at the very end. But then I realized that's part of it is like you build up and you build up and he quits the porn industry. And you're like, damn, I still haven't seen this amazing penis Then you finally do at the very end. So maybe that is
1: frugal. It's frugal. But yeah, apparently Burt Reynolds and Paul Thomas Anderson, like uh, apparently Reynolds, uh, threw a punch at him at one point in the filming of it. He was so upset. He thought he was going to like ruin his career.
0: Wait, who punched? Who threw a punch at who? Uh,
1: Reynolds threw a punch at Anderson.
0: Amazing. Not frugal.
1: Not frugal. No. No. Yeah. Um, here's one that I think would be interesting to to discuss, uh, because of a negative experience with studios changing his film's titles. Paul Thomas Anderson incorporated "Boogie Nights" into the opening shot of the film as a physical sign, and that opening shot is a three minute long one one shot. Smart. That's frugal. Is it though? Because I had to build a physical sign for it, but. But
0: it does guarantee you get, I mean, not guarantee, but damn near guarantee. You get what you want.
1: I think it's not frugal though, but I mean, it's a guarantee you get what you want, but if he had just been willing to be up to interpretation and allow people to change the title now would have been successful with a different title. There's no way really to know, but I'm going to say it's not frugal to build a physical neon sign just because you don't want to change the title of your movie.
0: Also, if it meant that much to you, you could really just write it in the contract. Right. That would be way cheaper. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's not frugal.
1: Unfortunately so. Um, I think that might have been it.
0: It seemed like a lot of the actors, or maybe not the actors, but a lot of the actresses were like genuine porn stars. So I'd say that's frugal.
1: Yeah, there were a couple That's some of the first th- feature th- 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 yeah. trivia in here. Um it seemed like basically the the cast and crew was somewhat split on their them being aware that it was a movie based on the porn industry. Like Philip Seymour Hoffman, his role was written for him. Like Scotty J was written with Philip Seymour Hoffman in mind. Oh, wow. And um didn't didn't know till they started that it was a about somebody in the porn industry. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay, but here's what I'm confused about. Like, with with Burt Reynolds getting really upset and stuff, would you not get the script and get it?
1: So, also, apparently, Paul Thomas Anderson continually tried to get Burt Reynolds to the point where he was like, this is my final no, stop harassing me. And he was so upset about it that Paul Thomas Anderson said if you carry that energy into the movie, I you'll I guarantee you'll get an Oscar, which he did get nominated for.
0: Mm. Well, that's frugal. Yeah. Sticking your guns.
1: And pester people. That's a frugal one. Just
0: pester them to death. Um, I also so I saw that there's I guess Paul Thomas Anderson's first film was like um Mm -hmm. A fake documentary of Dirk Diggler? Yeah. So, to me, that makes this whole movie idea very frugal. To go revisit, like, the first movie you made, Mm -hmm. but, like, with all of the money and actor connections and everything you've gained through, like, gosh, 20 years of industry experience or something? This film came out in 97. Yeah. I think the first one was, like, 77. No. 87? It was at least 10 years, I think.
1: Now, I'll, I'll pull it up. But I, I just, I want to say yes. But what I struggle with is the fact that, um, man, these characters were just super not frugal, man. You know?
0: That's very true. Especially all, like, drugs and materialism, as you mentioned. Uh, one guy has a problem where he keeps picking up, much younger chicks who end up ODing on coke. Yeah. That's not frugal.
1: No. The Dirk Diggler story came out in 88.
0: Oh. So 9 years later
1: <laughs> um I don't know, I think that makes it not frugal though. I think these I know we have a lot of frugal points, but just mm-hmm. really the heart of these characters love the movie, but I think I think we got to go not frugal on this one.
0: I think you're right. I mean Dirk could have gone back to good old honest work bussing tables no but he, he could have gone back to doing what he was doing before but he was too prideful and he wanted money and drugs yeah and uh that's not frugal
1: uh I think the lesson should be do sex not drugs
0: all right
1: <laughs> sex
0: is free. I mean, with a willing partner that isn't charging for the service. Yes. It's easier to find sex for free than drugs. True. I say without much experience for either.
1: Sure. Here, hold You want to hold the shovel for a minute?
0: Yes, please. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep digging while you, while you thank some people.
0: All right. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you tuning in week after week for, really not safe for work discussions of not safe for work movies. Um, I also want to thank the lounge kittens for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds that we use for our intro, outro, and mid-tro music. I also want to thank Sarah Anastasia for the artwork. That's our thumbnail with us holding our cats. Meow. And I also, <laughs> I also want to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast. And lastly, I want to thank our bargainer. Who the heck is our bargainaire?
1: That's Baj five ten twelve.
0: Thank you, Baj.
1: Yeah, you can become our bargainer if you leave us a review on iTunes Podcast. We'll read your name each week. Ruben, thank you every week. Thank you, Baj.
0: And you can become our backs ghost if you leave us money on Anchor.
1: Oh yeah, we kind of stopped doing doing references in this half of the podcast, didn't we?
0: Yeah, you can give us
1: money. Oh yeah! I'm just
0: throwing it out there. It's
1: true. I was just gonna say, you know, it's been a while since we.
0: It's been a while. Oh, there we
1: go. Oh uh, my head up high. Great. It's
0: been a while.
1: What a great stain to leave this episode with. <laughs> Aww. My name is Brandon. My
0: name is Donna. we be back
1: next week. Pinch those pennies
0: and stay frugal.
1: Pineapples. Do. A lot. <clears throat> <laughs> you want to just leave it there? Is it? You want- yep. Okay.
0: Dirty deeds <laughs> and the